0: and welcome to dialogue with state Senator Paul Lavoda I am state Senator Paul Lavoda of the 11th senatorial district proud to represent 178 thousand Missourians in the Missouri General Assembly and this is dialogue where we talk about uh, government politics and everything that's going on in Missouri and thanks for joining us every week um, I'm glad you're here and hopefully you get a little more informed and learn a little bit more about what's going on and um, I guess you just can't, i cut got my technical stuff here a little bit. Sure, there we go. No, you do what you do. Yeah, and i want like to always welcome to the program our
1: friend, the Independence Mayor Pro Tem, Chris Whiting. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much. I missed another week last week. Yeah, what was going on yeah. with that? Well, I have other responsibilities. I am also a trustee on the board of the Metropolitan Community Colleges, and we had our monthly board meeting last Thursday. So, okay have a responsibility to the folks that voted me in office there, and I need to represent my district, which covers the Blue River campus of the community college system. So it hurts to miss the podcast, of course. It hurts. Inside, Mm -hmm. it hurts. It's not like I scrape my knee. But it's also (laughs) a responsibility that I I am happy to fulfill. It's just hard when two things like that are... In conflict, and you have to choose one over the other.
0: Well, glad you're back. Uh, Last week um, we had uh, Jordan Hunt, who's the legislative assistant for District 11. Oh, Um, I've heard she's very good. Yes, she joined us. But um, who was the person who was taking over some of your responsibilities in the news was our friend Courtney Cole. Welcome, Courtney. Thank you. I'm glad you're here.
2: I'm glad to be here.
0: And uh, you've done a great job of the news, reading the news in Chris's absence. Very impressed.
2: Wow! Thanks.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure it was a fine job.
0: <laughs> it it was actually pretty darn good. Wow! wow. You're giving yeah. me a big head over here. Do
2: you Jeez. not believe oh, that?
0: Smokes.
1: I, I'm from He's the show me it. state. You know,
0: you have He's to show me. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to start off with the news. Here's Courtney. Whoa!
1: Now the weekly news roundup brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty. Here's Chris White. Courtney Cole. <laughs>
2: Conservation approves new captive deer regulations. The Missouri Conservation Commission on October 17th unanimously approved stricter regulations on private hunting preserves and commercial deer breeding facilities, but backed off some of the proposed changes that had prompted lawmakers this year to attempt to strip the Conservation Department of authority over captive deer operations. The intent of the regulations is to combat the spread of chronic wasting disease, a neurological disorder that has killed large numbers of deer in other states. The new regulations include prohibiting the importation of deer from other states and mandating that captive deer facilities be enclosed by a single 8-foot-high fence. The Conservation Commission has originally proposed that facilities be double-fenced with at least one of the fences required to be 10 feet high. Those in captive deer industry say that double fencing requirement would have proved too costly and forced many facilities out of business. The new regulations also require facilities to maintain certain records for five years instead of 15 years as initially proposed. Although the regulations are less restrictive than those originally suggested, a spokesman for the captive deer industry told the Associated Press the validity of the regulations will be challenged in court. Okay. At the behest of the industry, the General Assembly passed legislation last spring that would have transferred the authority for regulating a captive deer operations to the Depart- Department of Agriculture, but Governor Jay Nixon vetoed it. Lawmakers attempted to override the veto, but the effort fell one vote short of the necessary two-thirds majority in the House of Representatives.
0: We've talked about this issue a couple times on the program. I was very much in support of the legislation that the governor vetoed. I think it makes sense that the Department of Agriculture should regulate animals that we eat and not regulate animals that we don't, like uh, puppies. Mm. Um, The Department of Conservation and the Conservation Commission, in my uh, View is just worried about taking away some of their authority. They have this new regulation basically to um, hurt uh, Missouri businesses. It says the intent of the regulation is to combat the spread of chronic waste disease, which is not happening in the state of Missouri. Hmm. <laughs> and um, it is just simply a um, a um, one part of government that has that a three member commission. Uh, actually, there's four members, but only three are are there. There's a vacancy. Um, three members who get to decide all this stuff, and I I, I just think that the Department of, of Agriculture. So the the regulations will be in court. We had simple legislation. I think that would have been the best way to go, but um, it was it was actually vetoed, and uh, I think it's just a little bit too bad. And, what? Uh, Paul, sorry
1: to interrupt, but I have some breaking news here. Okay. Here's News That Matters, brought to you by Chris Whiting. Oh, okay. Missouri School Board rushing towards replacing Education Commissioner, Commissioner in closed process. What? Huh? I'll tell more. <laughs> this out of Jefferson City. Senator Paul Avota, Democrat from Independence, issued the following statements today regarding recent concerns of the State Board of Education's process of replacing retiring Education Commis- Commissioner Chris Nicastro. <clears throat> and I quote, The Education Commissioner holds a vast amount of power and influence over the public education of Missouri's children, which is why the State Board of Education's intention to use a rushed and closed process for their selection raises concerns. It is imperative that this process remains methodical, inclusive, and transparently reviewed in order to consider a broader range of candidates and ensure that the most qualified applicant is chosen. I encourage the board to approach the decision open to comments and discussions. It is essential that educators, students, and parents receive a voice in the future of their educational successes and the leadership involved. We need a commissioner that understands the ever-changing world of education and will work hand-in-hand with the legislature to ensure Missouri students succeed. By opening and slowing down the process, the outcome will encourage support and a better understanding for educational policies in the state's future. End quote. Yay! Yay!
0: Yay! Yay! That was just
1: so great! And that's breaking news brought to you by Chris Whiting.
0: Thanks, Chris. That was a uh, statement I put out um, about the uh, new commissioner because the the board has decided that they want to have a closed process and they want to quickly name a a new person. They've already said that a nationwide search isn't necessarily; They'll just pick someone within Missouri. That may well be... The route they need to take, but the problem that we have with the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is the way they communicate with uh, stakeholders, such as educators, students, parents. Throughout, they've botched the uh, implementation of the Common Core. They um, they've had a commissioner that has um, changed ballot language to the detriment of teachers in our state. Um, they have a bidding process that um, for a a organization in Kansas City that was going to. Um, promote, um, things that would hurt public education. And I'm glad that the new, co- the commissioner, Chris Castro is finally leaving after a year of being asked to resign. But what I'm worried about is that the board is just going to pick the same thing and c- mm-hmm. continue on. And this openness and this transparency and accountability is what we need to improve our education. Um, I put that statement out. There's been other education groups to talk about that. I think the superintendents and administrators will be on the record soon about it. But um,
2: but it's a new board, right?
0: Well, there's there's three new members since mm-hmm. um, the last since last year that we actually went through the and consent process, um, and I, I think they should have the say as opposed to um, the president of the board, um, who's yeah. been there forever, just decide. So yeah, that uh, that's an important part of ed- education and. You know we care about our teachers and our students and our kids. All of us have kids in public school, but I mean this is really important, and that's why it should be open, transparent, and accountable.
1: Are they doing it under uh, a provision of the Sunshine Law that says they can meet in closed session because it's matters of personnel? Is that?
0: Yeah, they're doing it that, but but probably more than the than the fact that they are um, not being as open as they should. They're they're rushing it, which mm-hmm. ends the kind of makes the conclusion already done. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And you've hired people through through boards before. You know, if you kind of know who you're going to go, you, you go about it. Well, that's not going to build a lot of trust. In the situation we have now with the current commissioner, we need to build communication trust, and an open open of the process would be better. So... Very good. So agreed. thank you for, for that. you
1: for putting out a statement. Well, thank you for that That news. When I see important news come across my desk, I know it needs to be shared. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's Sorry, great. Courtney. Well, right. it was
2: breaking. It was such a rush, and I was surprised because you were right here the whole time that it broke. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, um, well. okay,
2: so I guess just read the rest yeah. of the news. Yeah, yeah. Right. But ex- okay. excuse me for breaking
1: uh, news. But back hey, to the news. Yeah, it's exciting. Courtney, yeah.
2: <laughs> Don't ever apologize for breaking in with something so exciting, <laughs> okay?
0: Okay, fair okay. enough.
2: Nixon plans to create Ferguson Commission. Governor Jay Nixon on October 21st announced plans to create an independent commission to study the events in Ferguson following the August 9th shooting of an unarmed black teen by a white police officer and make recommendations regarding the various issues that have been raised in the shooting's aftermath. Nixon said he will appoint the commission members in early November. Nixon said the commission said the commission three main goals are the first of which will be to conduct a thorough wide-ranging and unflinching study of the underlying social and economic conditions that were highlighted during the civil unrest that followed the shooting. The commission's second goal will be to address concerns relating to poverty, education, local governance, and law enforcement. The final goal will be to offer specific recommendations for making the St. Louis region a stronger, fairer place for everyone to live.
0: Yeah, th- this comes six weeks later. Uh, the commission <laughs> will happen in a couple weeks, so it will be a full eight weeks after the situation. Uh, I I don't really, I, I don't know, I'm a mix of motion. I'd be interested to hear what you guys have to say about this. I think it's important that we have a commission trying to figure out what happened, but, you know, it's it's extreme poverty. It is um, the lack of representation in their city. It is a lack of trust with uh, the law enforcement lack of training with law enforcement i think you can figure out you know five to ten items that are pretty evident mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um sure so we'll have a commission that will go through and they'll give recommendations and then the governor will say it's a good idea the legislature will fight over it and um i don't know i i guess i i would be looking for um prompter action than mm-hmm. than a commission but Maybe the commission. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking about both sides of my mouth because I'm in the last thing, which was breaking news, <laughs> by the way. Yes. That I think they should have open Hot open dialogue goodness. with who they choose for Department of Education. On this one, we can have open dialogue about it, but th- it could be time for action. So I think you have to balance well, that out. S-
1: yeah, Ferguson is still popping up in the news. There's mm-hmm. still unrest, and let's let's take care of the immediate situation. Yeah, and then study it. Right yeah. then then debrief and figure out what we can...
2: Well, and I, I think that he's trying to establish the commission so that that way they can start addressing some of these issues that are also ongoing and creating unrest, you know, as it's happening. Yeah. So I think that that's good, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, and I think that this too is supposed to start in St. Louis, but it's actually supposed to then spread throughout the state, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, he had put, and I'll get the name wrong so I won't say it, but it's a former uh, senator, um, who that can't be good? Who is an African American mm-hmm. woman in charge of the commission? And so no, I thought, no, no. You're thinking of uh, Senator Mayda Coleman was yes. a,
0: was appointed to the engagement office okay, that he that's created. What I'm and of. so she that is so that is he real has that along with this. Along this, then. with this, right?
2: Yeah. Well, then that's good. Yeah,
0: I, I think so. I think it's I think it's overall good. I, it yeah. is.
2: Um, I mean, where do you go from here? Yeah, you know, I mean,
0: that's a we need to, we need to. I, th- I think you're right. I, I guess. I guess. I think there's some other actions that could be well, taken th- when it comes to including people in the sure. voting process. Right. When it comes to dealing with the, the the schools in the area that you know we talked about the Department of Education before. Right. Um, but with that said, I think this is a first step. And you do bring up a good point. I. I do. Uh, yes. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't really think that this is going to be a study on. Ferguson is going to be the entire state because yeah. there are some similar issues uh, right. throughout the state. So
2: There are. Well, and it's like Chris said, too. It's, you know, there is still unrest. This is not something that is – the situation itself has not been resolved one way or another, mm-hmm. you know. And so there there's a lot of um, tension and anxiety as to what could happen. And so I think putting something in place prior to will be a good thing. Yeah. but. Anyway, it's something that I've been interested in, of course. Great. And that's your weekly news roundup brought to you by the good folks at Liberty Realty. Very
0: good. Yay! (laughs)
1: What do you think, Chris? What do you think? You know what? I stand impressed. Uh, wow. wow. Thanks. You, you wow. knocked it out of the park. What that was solid. A,
2: what a nice. I'm going to call you Salvi. Salvi? Yeah. Okay. Really? Wow. Well,
1: he knocked it out of the park last night. You knocked it out of the park today. Wow.
0: Thank You're you. my salvi,
1: my personal salvi. <laughs> that's, I love it. That's, that's nice. Yeah, strange. really well done. That's well thanks. Done.
0: so Chris you So, Chris, you weren't here last week. <laughs> no. Um, oh, gosh, no. You know what? Ugh. You take a wild guess what okay. we talked about. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Roads
1: and bridges? No. Oh, was it roads and bridges? No. Oh. You know, it's on it's the tip of envi- my tongue. Environmental issues. I'm listening. I'm <laughs> trying to pull in everything I can around me. I don't. I, I just can't focus since the Royals have been in the World, World Series. That. Well, so. that's actually yeah. oh, what we talked yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know what has happened to this program. (laughs) So, yeah. Did you have any uh, thoughts on the political implications of this?
1: On the political implications? Yeah. Well, you know what I think is kind of cool? As I look at these aerial shots of Kaufman, as I see what people are writing about Kansas City Mm -hmm. and all the good press we're getting, I think it's kind of setting the table to maybe... Help bring like a Super Bowl or Yay! some other big event to uh, Kansas City. Yeah, so I, I think hopefully it's, there
0: have people working on that. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's good, man. Kaufman looks great. Yeah. At night, from the air, it's gorgeous. Uh, it, well, I, and, I, and Kansas City's getting so much good pub. Out and, it, of and, <laughs> and as you as yeah. you know, as
0: because we talked about this last week, as you listened, um, I did. You know, the the political implication is that the Kaufman Stadium is a public facility funded by the state the county and the city of kansas city mm-hmm. and you, these things don't happen by accident it takes public policy to try to do this and public money to do this mm-hmm. and, and it's not the end-all be-all things but it does bring us together and it is fun and we might as well have a lot of fun we'll What's wrong with five! Five! Five!
1: And, and so we're you know one and one yeah. we are we yeah. are It's all evened out And then we're going to play in San Fran The Royals have That's played better on the road well. this oh, year Than they have played at home
0: Yeah Did you not know that?
2: Oh, I just I yeah. just, You're just throwing out You know what? I left my heart there one Soaking time. it up Okay So Aww. I hope
1: that maybe Salvi can pick it up for me Well, and bring the, it back. The, me? the
2: cold Oh, no
1: The, the actual yeah. Salvi okay. The other Salvi yeah. The
0: <laughs> coldest winter I ever spent was
1: uh, One so, summer right. in San Francisco Oh, okay
0: Yeah So, you know, I got that going for me But other than the walls... Are you
2: going to San Francisco?
0: No, I'm not.
2: (laughs) I just thought I should jump in with one. But do
0: you know the way to San San Jose? San Jose. (laughs) Anyway. Actually, the stadium stadium is closer to San Jose than it is San Francisco. Really?
1: Anyone, yeah. Well, thank you, Mr. Geography. (laughs) No kidding. You're welcome. So what do you got got for us?
0: What do you got for us? What's been going on with me? Actually, Google's in Silicon Valley.
1: Do you ask? (laughs) Yeah, I do. I, I just have a few things to share. I was fortunate enough, I missed, well, I guess I'll say this, I was fortunate enough to miss most of the first Game of the World series, mm-hmm. which uh, I really wanted to see, but I had the opportunity to attend a great event, and it was the United Services Community Action Agency. Yay! Mm. Yay! Fun! <laughs> and I was able to do give the keynote ad- address, and this Ooh. is an organization that... Uh, really wages a war on poverty for right. folks here in the Kansas City metropolitan area. They've done a lot to help people get money to pay their utilities who, who don't have money to, to pay. They have a program called LIHEAP, and they've given hundreds of thousands of dollars to help citizens around the metro, and specifically in independence. But I uh, I was able to go in place of our Mayor, Where was she? Eileen Weir. She got tickets to the World Series and went out to support the Royals. And the oh, okay. deal we struck okay. was that I would go and give her speech if she would cheer the Royals on to victory. I how held up did, my end. How did you do that? Is she
2: not cheering the Royals on to their well, victory? Well, she
1: cheered them, but they didn't get their victory that night. Yeah, um. so So I squarely place all of the blame on our mayor and I yeah. hate to do that. Well wow. it's hate to do that. It's called accountability in government. That's why you well ran. that's true. We're all why about you ran. Accountability and, and transparency. Mm-hmm. So you know I still think she's doing a great job running the city. Right. Let me say that. Just ruining <laughs> the world series. Ruining the World Series but running the city like a champ. Yeah it's great. But I read a speech that she prepared because she thought she was going to be going okay. to this and there's some interesting information in here I'm all ears. Okay, so I'm going to read you just a paragraph from the speech that I delivered expertly the other night. Poverty and the effects of poverty is a significant challenge in the city of Independence. The median household income in Independence is approximately $44,000, and the median per capita income is just over 23000 The poverty level for residents of Independence is around 15%. Independence is the fourth largest city in the state of Missouri with a population of more than 117,000. 16% of our citizens are age 65 or older compared to Kansas City, Missouri at 11%. So that's 16% wow. independence, 11% Kansas City. Okay. And the state of Missouri, which has an over 65 population of 14%. The percentage of independence residents who have a bachelor's degree or higher is 17%, trailing Kansas City, Missouri at 30%, and the state of Missouri at oh, 25%. Wow. Huh? Those stats uh, surprise me just a little bit. But I, I bring them up because we, as a city council, city government, our faith community, need to be sensitive to the fact that we have a higher-than-average population that is either dealing with poverty or at risk mm-hmm. for poverty. Do, so we need,
0: do we need a four-year institution in, in independence?
1: I, I have said that for years, and I think this points out Blue River does great, and I'm proud to be a part of the metropolitan community college system. But I do think a four-year institution is warranted in a city our size. Right,
0: because you, okay, so you have St. Louis mm-hmm. is well, Kansas City is the largest um, city city in the state yep. with UMKC, Rockhurst, Avila. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting a yeah, lot. There's probably more than that. Yeah, um, those those I guess would be the the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What am I? Am I missing Park? Are
1: they? Well, they're. Yeah. Park.
0: Well, Park. Well, it's in Parkville, Parkville but right next right to the Kansas yeah. City. And then you have St. Louis has uh, Washington St. Louis University um, within the city. Right. 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 Then you go to Springfield, mm-hmm. the Missouri State. I think they have Evangel. They have Dr- uh, uh, Drury. Yes. I mean they have. Okay. Then you go to. The, um, Independence has no four-year institution. The next one is Columbia. I think they have one called the University
1: of Missouri. I've heard of them. (laughs) And they have, what, Stevens and... Oh, that's right, Stevens as well. Is Columbia College? Columbia College, that's right. There as well. Now, we do have... Graceland has, like, I I think just a nursing program mm -hmm. in Independence. But I do think we could benefit from making education more accessible to our citizens. Mm -hmm. Now, the fact that we have a larger-than-average population over 65, I don't... That's not a bad thing, and it explains why we've had so many senior housing projects mm-hmm. go up. And I think it's great that people who have have spent their life in our city, they've they started businesses, they've worked jobs, they've educated their children. If they want to stay in their neighborhoods, I think that's wonderful because it adds to the character of what yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. So we need to to honor those citizens and take care of them while making Independence a place where people can come and get educated. Get a good job, raise a family, so we get a good demographic mix. Right. So we don't get too heavy one way or the other. Mm-hmm. So that was a bit of those statistics I just had not seen before. Yeah, interesting. So it it was good to go and and network with and meet other people who are interested in helping the cause of the poor mm-hmm. in the Kansas City metropolitan area. And I think sometimes in independence we're so proud of who we are that We're a bit removed from the rest of the region. Yeah. Well,
0: you know, I I think Missouri suffered from this, but maybe Independence does too. Like, what are we? You know what I mean? What's our industry? Mm -hmm. Um, Columbia, it's the University of Missouri, right? right? What are are we? And I think Missouri has that problem too. Are we a transportation state? Are we an agricultural state? We try to do some of this um, bio-ag stuff, which really we've been working on for the last 10 years in the, in the legislature. I mean, when you think of other states, um, it's pretty clear what they do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do we do? What does Independence do, though? I mean, we used to have so many uh, people who lived in Independence who worked at Armco, went to... Um,
1: or worked at Alice Chalmers. Where, uh, yeah,
0: right, Alice Chalmers. Mm-hmm. And those type of manufacturing jobs are gone. It'd be great to figure out a way to bring them back, but I, I'm of the mind that we have to be... More creative and try to think of the new thing that what, we supposed to try to What try is to go the back. new
1: identity of independence? Yeah. Unilever um, bringing mm-hmm. jobs in here is a great thing that's yes. happened. We just had a presentation by our tourism department of how they are rebranding themselves and re uh, changing their focus just over the last few years. They were almost purely marketing with print advertising and things like good housekeeping. Yeah. And that's changed completely. And mm-hmm. we are moving to. Electronically reaching out to people Mm -hmm. and coming up with some innovative ideas to bring people and highlight some of our strong points. History being one of them. I mean, quite
0: quite frankly, if if it was a tourism place, that'd be neat too. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's plenty of of cities around the country who, you know, they're tourism destinations. You know where you're from, Courtney?
2: Definitely, Excelsior Springs
0: can definitely be one is smaller
2: and and we are. You know Mm -hmm. the Elms Hotel there in Excelsior Springs. Every single weekend, it's booked. I Mm -hmm. mean, they are really doing a great job there and
1: have a great facility. We have we're getting the piece parts. We've got the Independence Events Center. We've got the Hilton Garden Inn, which has conference space. We've Mm -hmm. got the Stony Creek Inn going in Right. Mm -hmm. right across the highway that has conference space. So now we can appeal. To larger conventions and conferences mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who would be willing to spread out over a, and when a couple here, of hotels.
0: They can see the tr- the Truman Historical area, yes. yep. three trails. The
2: downtown area, um, which is great. Mm-hmm.
0: The, yeah, the downtown area. Then go over to Bass Pro. They can do shopping. Um, what
1: else? What else? Well,
2: the event Center. There's always something going on, it seems like. there's.
1: We, we've got the Mavericks and the Comets just getting ready to start up again, and people come from around the area to see that. We're going to have the NAIA Women's Basketball.
0: And maybe the they
1: could go to the World Series. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Hey! Hey! Baseball! <laughs> hey! hey! I think the Chiefs play out there, too. Oh, I've heard of them. Um,
1: so, I mean, theres I guess there would be a lot to do, right? Yes, there's there's a lot to do. And so we've got a lot going for us. And like I said, we're getting these piece parts. Now it's just getting that strategy and working making it all work together, and and it's coming together. So I think tourism could be what we're known for, history mm-hmm. and tourism. Yeah. So anyway, that that was very interesting. I was happy to be a part of that, and it, it opened my eyes a little bit to um, who our population is and what we need to be sensitive mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. as leaders in this community. You so, know,
0: that that tourism, I mean – you think, well, oh, good, I'm going to the Truman Library. Well, it's um, fostering an area that has great restaurants and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know things like that, bars, things like that. Yes, you know, and I don't, I don't see. I mean, if you look at the Independence Square and the amazing stuff that Cindy and Kim McLean have done up there, they've done some things to move it forward, but I don't see the next step yet. You know, we we've had Nolan Road um, for years. Every restaurant you can think of, but they're all you know, there's they're they're fast food restaurants. there are they're, they're generic right. things. We haven't developed that. Um, and like i like I went to the West Side local for lunch this week. oh, you it's know, delicious. St- stuff like that. you right. know, I mean, that's the type of Vivilor is is wonderful, but we need more of those type of things.
1: The mayor at our last city council meeting said during council member comments. Hey, we've got the World Series coming. If you're going to be at Kauffman Stadium, you are right at the front door of Independence. So come on in and check out you know, our local eateries and things to do.
0: Oh, I bet they've been packed after watching that on City 7. <laughs> well, that's –
1: okay, there you go.
0: That's me. I we have more people listening to this show. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs>
1: but we've got to use things like the Twitter and the Facebook what? and Yelp reviews and whatever else we can do to Definitely. get out the word about what's happened. I had a meeting with our new public information officer, mm-hmm. and he was telling me, hey, set up a new Twitter account. I'll get it on your page, and we're going to hashtag everything in-depth Everything's going to be hashtag in-depth so we start building that brand and drawing people to – all the things that are happening in Independence that are hashtag. That's the hashtag. In depth mo. In depth mo.
2: In depth mo. mo is the hashtag. I'll yep. remember that.
1: I n d e p m o.
2: Okay. If I see any bad stories come out for you, I'll be sure to hashtag <laughs> that for
1: you. Thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> so well, I
0: mean, as a constituent, I'm going to tell you this. you yeah. We got to make it easier to open businesses. You're you know, right. You know what I mean, and, and that, and we and are. This, I have some legislation I'm going to do. Uh, with, some, with some, with the help of, of the Secretary of State. It was really his idea. I'm going to help with it. Yay!
2: That is, but, it's good. Yay! <laughs> so,
0: so from a state level, but I think from a city level, that that stuff that I've heard the mayor talk about before, where you have a one-stop, where you have someone walk you through. Yes, you have a concierge. Um, and and you, get out you get out of the um, very um, difficult Departments. I won't get into it, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I have objections with the city and some of the departments of department heads that make a lot of money, get a state pension, and live in another. Um, don't live in our city, and then get really hard on local businesses. But anyway,
1: <laughs> hey, that's it's a fair discussion to yeah. have, and and we will have it. A couple <laughs> other things I'll just throw in quickly here. Going to have a different format study session coming up this next Monday, Yay! which will be about the twenty seventh. <laughs> and typically, we all sit up front and we have presentations given to us. This is going to be a roundtable discussion for council members. We're going to focus primarily on energy, independence, power, and light, and that's a subject that keeps coming up again mm-hmm. and again. We had three citizens come speak to us last Monday about renewable energy mm-hmm. and what they'd like to see done with that. So. We have passed an ordinance moving us toward more uh, sustainable, renewable sources of energy. The question is, how do you responsibly do that, um, keeping the current infrastructure and not throwing everything into chaos as we move toward where we're inevitably, inevitably headed, which is more sustainable sources? So yeah. that should be interesting. And that's it. I got a couple other things coming up in the next few days i can talk about those now or later let's
0: let's get to that because i'm just i mean you're you were compelling
1: uh as always (laughs) you know and (laughs) i'm I'm, rich
0: i'm thinking that at i'm thinking that you'll get my vote next time i'm considering it wow and sitting here as a constituent thinking hmm and i support your agenda i probably will vote for you next time it's a long way between there, but anyway, wow. it is a great report. But I'm really kind of curious on what's going on with Courtney. Oh yeah, yeah she's right here. Uh, we'll talk about her as if she's in <laughs> wow. the other room. But Courtney, this is your chance to shine. This is wow. this is where we we put it all aside and mm-hmm. we say this is all about Courtney.
2: Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, okay. Yay! Courtney. Right! <laughs> everyone can see why I hang out with these guys. I mean, really. <laughs> um. Well, had a lot of good things going on uh, this past weekend. Went and had a Women for Stephanie Isaacson canvas. Mm. Um, Stephanie is running in the southern portion of Platte County, and uh, she's you know, it's a, it's going to be a tough race there. Um, she's running against. Uh, a man who just barely lives in the district even and actually had challenged um, Representative John Carpenter whenever he had run now John won that race and he is now sitting rep, um, but this man was willing to move to the district if he had to so that he could be a state rep, so this guy's just bound and determined um to you know to serve in the Missouri House for some strange reason <laughs> um, Wow. But obviously, not a bright man. Well, he's he's very he's one of the extremists, you know that we Mm -hmm. are continually seeing come up, and it's interesting because here we are in the last two weeks of our election cycle, and that's always the most contentious, you know, for um, candidates. It's a difficult time; it's high stress. You start getting mail pieces in the mail. You have rumors going around about you. You don't know exactly how to get the best message out at that point. Um, It changes going to the doors. You know, it will. One one door you're at, they're saying, "Heck yeah, I'm for you." And then the next, you're you know trying to defend yourself, and it can be very difficult. But it's also a very exciting time, and I think that you know the time is really going to fly between now and election day. I don't for get our these. I don't
0: get these people. I know it happens all the time, but especially a suburban area like that, or even it's Parkville.
2: Mm-hmm, mm
0: mm-hmm. hmm. Hey, you can just move in last two years and run.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's.
0: I think it would be difficult to do.
2: I think that. You know, it's probably more ideal if you are able to recruit somebody who is already invested into the community, has shown their dedication, understands, Mm -hmm. you know, the local politics, so that that way, whenever they are representing their district in the, the state level, they're aware of what's going on. It's interesting, you know, because we're almost having to fight with our current state representative, and getting him to understand what our needs are as a city and understand that what he's voting on is directly impacting what is happening at a local level. And, you know, he blindly follows his party's Vote line, you know, without realizing what it's yeah. What what do you what do you call it? You know, he stays on his side of the aisle mm-hmm, basically, mm-hmm. and because he wasn't vote challenged, line. his vote line. Yeah, I knew
0: exactly what you meant. The yeah.
2: the party line vote, you know. Yeah. Um, and he upholds that, and then he tries to make lame excuses for it, and mm-hmm. in the end, he just ends up saying, "Well, because that's what I want to do," yeah. but that's not responsible. You know, mm-hmm. that's not the responsible way to represent. But
0: you had he had a lot of people. people turn out for your. For, your uh, for the canvas? women, for,
2: yes, there were. There were several there for um, Stuber's canvas as well. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Robert Stuber is running for state senate up there, and uh, they've got a really good g- ground game going, too. So, yeah, good stuff's was happening. It,
0: was there anybody there that usually likes to complain a lot, you know, on the. Um, <laughs> You know, she online didn't show up.
2: I looked for her, and I'm like, wow, all these women are here, but still, I don't see her.
0: That's I, I can't believe that. I
2: know. I think she got misty-eyed whenever we yeah. were asking her real questions. She didn't want to answer that, so that's she just didn't too show bad. Up. Yeah.
0: That that would have been a, a chance to actually. And I'm I, I think you thought I was going to be there too, and I was unable to be there. So. Yeah, you weren't. So yeah, I'm that's I'm right,
2: but I was.
0: I'm all misty about. <laughs> missing it I'm, i you? apologize Aww. i feel like i'm misty
1: now
2: well you're forgiven yeah
1: okay okay hey so. play misty for me okay Walked
2: thanks Takes care stuff so that's How all i have going that? what do you have going on senator what's happening with you
0: well um was able to go to the uh dr bob stuber fundraiser uh last week and uh my old friend Ed Weilberger, who I oh. served with in the house, yes. was kind of the MC of the of the rally, and it was lot, it was a lot of fun. I um, got to speak about uh, how, how good of a job I think uh, you are doing. That the, how great I am. <laughs> it was a long speech, no, uh, about how how good I think Doctor Stuber will do. And um, it's always challenging to run against an incumbent, and but I think you know he's running against uh, Doctor Rob Schaff who um, is now in the news. I, actually, as we're sitting here, I got a news update about um, His some comments, comments that, that uh, Dr. Schaff. Actually, here it is. I'm going to try to be as good as you guys are reading news. Senator Rob Schaff, St. Joseph, uh, Also pressed on whether Missouri officials were monitoring those who have traveled from the southern border of the U.S., including immigrant children for symptoms, and whether the state saw any risk of the terrorism from Islamic State infecting them with Ebola. So basically what Shaf was saying was that ISIS is going to give the um, Latin American kids that are coming over the border Ebola to to get us. So I guess they're going to go and get Ebola from... South America, Africa, yeah. And then take it to South America. Latin America, yeah. and, then bring, it and up. then bring it up. Right, oh, and wow. this is—I mean, this is straight. This is straight out of Fox News.
1: That's so crazy. Yeah. It just might work. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> it, it, it's straight. It's straight.
1: Um,
0: yes. Bashing of the president, conspiracy theories, right out of Fox News, where um, you know our conservative friends get seventy-four percent of their. Was that right? the... That article, Uh, they get
2: yes, sixty five percent, sixty
0: five percent of their news, and and then okay, okay, (laughs) let's just say this: let's say Fox News has their own agenda. Let's say they're able to do that. All Mm -hmm. right, should a state senator just repeat what he sees on the TV?
2: Well, he was asking pointed questions and saying, you know, how many illegal aliens or undocumented citizens, as some want to call them. I believe that is an exact quote, actually, of what he was and how he phrased it asking if how many of them had been brought into missouri Mm -hmm. and you know he was he was blaming isis at one point and stating that they were infecting people and then sending them across the border (coughs) in order to affect our residents and all this does is it drums up fear it drums up people's plays on their emotions of their health, when really we should be having the discussion about health care and That's how right. here in Missouri we are not funding our health care facilities mm-hmm. and so we are not prepared whenever these types of things happen. Right. This isn't about illegal health, aliens. And we have
0: he- less health care facilities right. and everything else. So It's anyway. not about
2: humans. He's a doctor. He's a physician, and this is how he speaks about humans. He calls them illegal aliens. Yeah, I just
0: it, it is really, really, unfairing. really very frustrating. So yeah. anyway, I'm – I was glad to support Doctor Bob there. Yeah! Yay! And then, yay! And then, uh, <laughs> yay. And then um, Chris, I'm, I don't know if you were going to bring this up, but I'm going to. Uh, Truman High School band won the Shiny Mission North Marching Band Festival.
1: I, f- well, I don't. First time in recent history they've taken first at a major competition. Yeah, so that, that's a big deal. That was exciting. That you, was you exciting. Have a
0: band member in the band. I have a band member. In the band is a child. Some <laughs> um, um, hard that, D's you got yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, you know, then just try to enjoy the um, the uh, um, the uh, the World Series, and then then was able to go to Branson to speak to the Missouri Credit Union Association um, about the upcoming elections and advocacy. It was great because I uh, offered to the uh, Credit Union Association because I believe I'm part of the Credit Union Movement. I think they. Care about their members. It's better than using a bank. It's better for your financial future. I also work for a credit union, and just part of the mission that I have, uh, Community America Credit Union. Um, so I'm there to talk about advocacy, how to get involved, and when. Isn't it great when the COO and the CEO of the company I work with come into the come into the session, sitting in the back. Ooh. And the first, the, our CEO, Dennis Pierce, says, now you're not speaking on behalf of Community America, are you? I go, no, I'm speaking <laughs> on behalf of being a state senator. So did um, you have to make that distinction
1: clear when you gave no, your speech? No, he
0: was just teasing me, but um, I usually don't get any type of nervous. Um, dun 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 in dun. front of, <laughs> dun dun
1: dun 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 dun. <laughs> you know, I, I usually brush don't brush stop
0: feel that I feel, you don't feel that pressure too much in, in some of these things but but you know how are you going to not feel pressure if if you
1: have the boss He's and the a, boss's oh, boss there I like it oh right oh my gosh yeah yeah we totally ruined your musical bumper didn't we sorry
2: sorry we cut to the chase this, oh is why,
1: boy. this is why we're your let friends let me tell you
2: something if we I all was, think the same yes, thing yes if I was if I was
0: faster <laughs> I would. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it right. was mm-hmm. great. If you would
2: have sang it like us,
0: it was great. Yes. To, it was great to talk to them and 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 I'm teasing that the people of Community America were. I mean, they they believe in engaging folks, and that's what I was talking about, trying to get folks more engaged in the
1: credit union movement. So, um,
0: On the Chris, what do you got coming up?
1: Got a couple things. Uh, first of all, this Saturday, October 25th, at the historic Independence Square is the Halloween Parade sponsored by the Independence Chamber of Commerce. Oh, let's talk about this. Yeah. (laughs) you want to talk about this in our podcast? Oh, boy. Oh, okay.
0: It starts at 3 o'clock. Well, when Chris was a candidate... Yes. Yes. We did a uh, a, a trailer and a a truck together.
2: Uh Uh-huh.
0: But now he's on the city council.
2: Oh, right. He goes
0: in the front of the... Well, let's talk about this. So, you know, me, I'm in the back... I have a, a group of the Sunshine Girls.
2: The Sunshine Girls. I'm not
0: I, I should know this. They're kinda like Girl Scouts. Wasn't Rue McClanahan in that? No, no. You're thinking of the Golden Girls. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're gonna they're gonna we're gonna pass out candy and we're gonna have a great time.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna be with you. Oh what there's oh. been uh, changes going on at the chamber and okay. changes. To date I have not heard changes. anything from them about Hey, be in our parade! Match. Now so, he
0: sings.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to ride with you and, and the Casey in the girls. Sunshine Band. Yes, yeah. so this should be do, fun. Do you want me to
2: bring the Powerpuff Girls? This I time? think
1: that would be awesome. I love the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> I do girls. too.
2: They're great.
1: Yeah, when my kids they're were good little, people they
2: to them. be on your side. They love the mayor. Yeah, right. The mayor calls them, and then they come and yes. help.
1: Oh, and speaking Makes of sense. young girls, uh, if you have young children, you can bring them up to the Independent Square around one thirty one thirty, and they can trick or treat at the vendors
2: cool. around
1: oh, the square before around 130 before the halloween parade starts
2: okay. so. so
1: they can trick or treat oh and then they can wow.
2: if anybody you know, was listening in their car they've just crashed do
1: you know the name of the song <laughs> um i know the song
2: now we've turned into music okay here we today. go we think we have
1: It doesn't matter who you are. And that's what's going on. When
2: did this come out? In the 1980s. Change! Change. Yeah. Yeah, Change!
0: change, Change! So anyway, because of the change, you'll be with me. And the sunshine. Yeah,
1: so I'm looking forward to that. Okay, good. Uh, A
0: couple other things. Next week, we're meeting at the uh, number 22
1: behind the um, Latter-day Saints.
2: (laughs) In case anybody wants to join. Number
1: 22. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I will be there. Okay. And uh, my daughter Abby wants to know if she can ride along of with course. us. Okay, very good. So we'll be in the Halloween parade. Look for us there, waving and cheering people on. Guess what kind of candy I got to distribute.
2: Oh, man. Take a, oh.
0: Take a guess, Courtney. Uh,
2: I know it. What? I bet I know it. Dum-dums. Yep,
1: dum-dums from the dum-dums. Hey, Yay, perfect.
0: dum-dums. <laughs> they're, they're
1: pretty good. Yeah. And then next week, I'll be missing the podcast because Uh I will be in St. Louis. Yay! Yay! Chris is gone! (laughs) Yay! Uh Be representing the city at the annual loggers conference, and that, of course, is the...
2: Loggers as in beer or loggers as in wood?
1: Loggers as in the municipal retirement fund.
2: Oh, neither. That (laughs)
1: that city employees uh, contribute to and then get their pensions from. So they meet every year to talk about the state of the plan, any changes that are coming, and the city sends an employee representative and an elected representative. I got to go last year, and I get to go again this year. And then the following week on Thursday... I will be at the Independence Volunteer Appreciation Banquet. That's at 5.30 at the Hilton Garden Inn. We have thousands and thousands of dollars in volunteer labor work that's done each year at many of our historic sites and other places. And it's a time to appreciate those who give back to their community by volunteering. And I will be there to thank them and talk to them. When is that? It's the Independence Volunteer Appreciation Banquet. No, but when, when? Oh, Thursday, November 6th.
0: Is there a World Series game going on? that Will you
1: be in charge or will the mayor be there? (laughs) Uh, The mayor will not be there. So I I will be mayoral in my role there. Wow.
2: If you need the Powerpuff Girls, let me know.
1: Bring the Powerpuff Girls. Our volunteers (laughs) deserve that. They work hard. Courtney,
0: what do you have going on? Why don't you share that with us?
2: Um, I'm going to a training in Lexington for the Historic Preservation Commission. The state is having a state training, and I've been interested in getting more involved um, in Excelsior Springs and the history that we have there and the projects that are happening. And so I'm looking forward to going. When's that? Getting trained on grants and such. This is that's that would be this Saturday. Great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And then other than that, just being available for our candidates as they near the date
0: of Election Day. Yeah, I, probably another thing to mention is that one of the candidates that I'm supporting, and, Courtney, you've been focused on uh, getting Jill Shoop out of the 24th District elected. Yeah. She's a uh, state rep, been doing it for six years, worked very hard, raised um, really about $500,000. Her opponent, Jay Ashcroft, the son of John Ashcroft, uh, ran. He's raised about 150000 but the Republican Party just gave two hundred fifty thousand dollars to him. Quarter e- of a million. Gabs. Yeah, yeah. And That's so a lot of cake. They're buying. So um, it, it becomes <sighs> you know more about money and right. trying to help raise some money for Jill, and she'll be a great senator. I I feel confident, but it's just wow. It's just just He's got crazy. that going
2: on all, all across the state. It's yeah. really bad right now.
0: Um, what I have going on is the I'm looking forward to the parade. The um, You know, go Royals. is be watching some Royals games this weekend. Also, yay! The Chiefs. um, Chiefs will be playing the Rams. And there's going to be a big event of legislators all across Uh, the state there. That's a
1: big intrastate rivalry. Yeah, and the Rams
0: have actually been playing pretty well. Um, Mm -hmm. They beat the Seahawks last Mm -hmm. uh, week. So it it will be, you know, for bragging rights there. I don't know if they call it the Governor's Cup, but... um, they, I know they do preseason. Preseason, it's
1: the Governor's Cup. I know. Yeah, I wonder what happens regular season. Yeah.
0: Then I have some meetings with some senators next week. Um,
1: Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it should be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, yes. uh, a lunch with the Stowers Institute, seeing what's going on with them. And then um, after our podcast next week, I'm able to go to the um, Union Station uh, Centennial Gala. Oh, so nice. that that should be interesting. Yeah. Five Sounds or a uh, hundred years. What do they had like a hundred of them or something? No, just a hundred years of, of oh. Union Station. So cool. yeah, big week coming on, uh, the elections going on. Um, please feel free to contact us Twitter, the Facebook, whatever. We'll try to make this more interactive if if you want we'll answer your questions, tell you more about what's going on. Um I think
1: everyone knows how to get a hold of us by now, right? Yeah. I'm I think definitely. so. Oh, my new Twitter handle for me. Yeah. New, my new Twitter account is at cm, as in Council Member Chris Whiting. Okay. At cm Chris Whiting. Okay. So I haven't tweeted anything yet, but it's coming. Okay. It's coming. That's good. That's okay. good. And I'm yeah.
0: just a Paul Lavoda on Twitter or on Facebook.
2: And I'm Courtney S. Cole.
0: Yeah. We'd love to love to hear your questions. We'll, we'll bring them in, and we have some big news coming up with dialogue. We're going to do. Uh, a town hall meeting and do this podcast live,
1: mm. where people can come visit,
0: have dinner with us, and then be on the program too. So that's coming oh, up soon. That's, that's fun. So um, thanks for joining us. Courtney, you have anything to add?
2: Uh, it's good. Nope, it's a great show.
1: Chris, what do you have, Dad? I just think we've done exceptional today.